You're listening to the Paul Hutchings Podcast, brought to you by paulhutchings.net, teaching you to be free through principle-centered lessons on personal development, online marketing, and financial literacy. Hey, 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 what's going on, friends and fellow Freedom Crusaders? Welcome to episode 15 of the Paul Hutchings Podcast, which is entitled Robert Kiyosaki, Napoleon Hill, and the Hidden Theft of Wealth. And this episode starts off with a visual imaginary exercise where you've got this ring and maybe there's a guy in the center with a microphone and lights all around and he starts off by saying let's get ready to rumble and over here in the blue corner we have Robert Kiyosaki financial literacy expert and over in the red corner we have Napoleon Hill author of the most famous best-selling personal development book of all time and tonight ladies and gentlemen they are going to go head to head and duke it out and then the fight starts and Robert Kiyosaki and Napoleon Hill start slugging each other and the crowd's going wild paying attention to this fight this this imaginary fight and this is just a metaphor to introduce the phenomenon that sometimes happens when you are a serious student you're reading you're doing the best that you can to learn from mentors one of the things that will happen is you'll come across areas where your mentors will disagree with one another or at least seem to disagree. And in this episode, I wanted to highlight one of those disagreements. One of the lines that Robert Kiyosaki is famous for is the following, savers are losers. Savers are losers. He's famous for stating this line. Well, in Napoleon Hill's material, specifically in the book, The Law of Success, there is a law called the habit of savings, right? It's uh, Law of Success number three, where he very persuasively argues that if you want to be successful in life, you must acquire the habit of saving money. Well, if that's true, how can savers be losers, as Robert Kiyosaki states? One of my favorite quotes from the Robert Kiyosaki material is where Robert Kiyosaki quotes his rich dad and gives a definition of intelligence. And here's what he said. He said, intelligence is the ability to make finer distinctions. And as I've thought about that quote in relation to this seemingly disagreeable point, what I've realized is that Napoleon Hill and Robert Kiyosaki are actually both saying the same thing at the core, even though it looks like they're in total disagreement. And I want to explain by introducing a recent experience that happened in my life. Not too long ago, we decided we wanted to purchase a cargo trailer to haul around our toys and my kids' lawnmowers for their lawnmowing business. Well, I finally found a cargo trailer that we wanted to buy, and it was a used cargo trailer. And we showed up and looked at the cargo trailer, looked awesome. We said to the guy, we want to go ahead and buy this. So we agreed on the price and we set up a time to sign the bill of sale. Well, the price that we agreed on was $6,000. So there I am about a week later meeting this seller. He's got the cargo trailer. I'm signing the bill of sale, $6,000. And as I'm filling out the bill of sale, I ask the seller, hey, how much did you pay for this new? Because he'd actually purchased this cargo trailer one year before and he purchased it brand new and here I was paying $6,000 used. And he looks up from the bill of sale kind of slowly and he says, you really want to (laughs) know? And I said, yeah, I really want to know. And he said, I paid $5,000 for this cargo trailer. 
he paid $1,000 less for a brand new item than I was paying to buy the item used. And as I thought about that experience, I realized that this was a perfect definition of the hidden theft of wealth called inflation. And this is a really important principle to be aware of. I don't know if I'd call it a principle. It's more of a phenomenon that happens in the marketplace when you live in a system where the government prints and prints and prints a seemingly never-ending supply of money into the marketplace, what happens is the dollars that they're sending into the marketplace become less and less valuable because there are more of them. And this is at least one reason why this cargo trailer was purchased new for $5,000 and then sold one year later, used for a $1,000 profit. It's not necessarily because the cargo trailer increased in value so much as I believe it's a case of the dollars in my pocket losing value. And part of that, I believe, was caused by this flood of money that the government has sent out into people's bank accounts due to whatever recent emergency crisis they're using to justify the need to give everyone free money. Well, if everyone in my local market now has more money in their bank account that they got from the government, what are they going to do with that money? Well, they're going to go buy things. They're going to go buy four-wheelers and, and motorcycles and cars and cargo trailers. And so then what happens is you have this phenomenon where, at least in my local market, we have seen over the last few years the prices of used items like cars appreciate dramatically. Same with motorcycles and four-wheelers and pretty much anything else you can buy. And so this is called inflation, right? Where our paper dollars tend to depreciate in value, AKA lose value. And this is why I believe Robert Kiyosaki says savers are losers because if all you do is take the money that you earn and put it in the bank or put it under a mattress and let it sit there, what is sure to happen is over time, the amount of goods you could purchase today with that money will get less and less and less and less and less. And it could be the case 10, 15, 20, 30 years down the road, you had this $100,000 that you saved. Well, now you can only buy $20,000 worth of actual assets because those dollars have appreciated. So Robert Kiyosaki and Napoleon Hill, they're saying the same thing. Napoleon Hill says you must save money. And I believe that is true because you want to save money so that you then have money to invest in things, buy things, grow your income. But if you just save your money and you do nothing else with it, that money will lose value over time. And so that is something to be really aware of. What can you do about this phenomenon of inflation? Prices of things seem to go up, but what's really happening is the value of our dollars is actually decreasing in value. Two things I want to pass along if you're not already doing this or at least thinking about this. Number one, learn to convert inflatable fiat currency. In other words, the dollars that you get from the things that you're doing to generate income, those are inflatable because they inflate or deflate would be a better a description of what's actually happening. Learn to take those dollars and convert them into two different classes of 
things you can purchase. Class number one, convert them into things that you will use either today or that you know you will use down the road. That is one smart thing I believe to do with that money. So you can look at the things that you need today and in the future, items such as food, maybe maybe clothes, maybe fuel, all kinds of things that you might need in the future. Things that you will actually use, useful things, material things that you can kick with your foot or put your hand around, things that you will use. You can take some of your fiat money and convert it into those types of things. Then of course, the second category of thing that you wanna convert your money into is you wanna convert your money into things that will appreciate in value and hopefully outpace the rate of inflation. Robert Kiyosaki right now is talking about silver, gold, Bitcoin as hedges against inflation. In other words, those three asset classes, according to Robert Kiyosaki, will at least give you a hedge against inflation. And that's another thing to understand a distinction on is a hedge against inflation versus an actual investment. A hedge against inflation is where you take your money and you buy something that is just going to retain the value, the purchasing power. So a hedge is not where you're buying something, wanting to make a profit or actually generate a big ROI on, on your money down the road. It's literally just something where you're saying to yourself, okay, I see the value of the dollar going down, what can I do with my money? What can I put it into that will at least hold the value, right? Uh, you know, guns, ammunition, those are items that I would classify as hedges against inflation because historically speaking, ammunition, guns, they hold their value. They don't depreciate. And so gold and silver, typically speaking, I would say are also hedges against inflation. Most people aren't going to think about buying a bunch of gold and then flipping it, you know, to make a huge profit. But again, hedges against inflation. That's that's what those types of things typically are. Things that you buy like food can also be hedges against inflation. The second category, of course, is things that will appreciate and outpace the rate of inflation. And those are things like investments. Uh, real estate, for example, in my local market, uh, we have seen an enormous increase in the price of real estate where I live. So much so that the real estate that we have has appreciated so much that net worth has grown tremendously. So it's far out past the rate of inflation. And those would be investment type assets where you can take your dollars and actually not just hedge and keep the purchasing power, but also realize a gain over the rate of inflation. So anyway, I wanted to share that today. If you haven't heard these ideas before, they are really important to understand relating to money and what to do with your money as you continue to grow it and move off into the future in a great way where you set yourself up for freedom and beyond, as I like to say. And if you'd like to learn more about this particular topic, inflation, money, the history of the US dollar in particular, what's happened to it in the past that is causing the things that we see today. I would highly recommend a book called The Creature from Jekyll Island by G. Edward Griffin. Highly recommend that book. It is a great history of the Federal Reserve and also has some uh, great explanations around money in general. 
That was a really important book that I read quite a number of years ago that has had a profound impact on my thinking and the decisions that we've made financially that have been really beneficial for us. So The Creature from Jekyll Island, if you want to dive deeper into this topic, and that's it for today. Thanks for tuning in to the Politics Podcast. Go for your dreams, and we'll hopefully hear you on next week's episode. Take care, and bye for now. Hey there, my friend. This is Paul Hutchings. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope this has been a great investment into your better future. To make sure that you don't miss out on future episodes and bonus content, please visit paulhutchings.net and click the podcast link in the menu bar to subscribe. Thanks again for listening, and whatever you do, always go for your dreams.